Alright guys, we are back for another episode of the On Call Empath. Thank you for joining me. And if you guys are listening on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe, like this video. If you're on my podcast, please share. It really means a lot. Thank you so much for joining with me on this particular episode. I think you're really going to like this one. Um, I wanted to do like a different format. I wanted to do more of a question and answers. So I'm going to go ahead and change it up. I wanted to bring on a uh, email that I got from a client of mine. Um, that I feel like a lot of people can resonate with. I feel like right now with so much going on with narcissism and dealing with trauma bond, um, how do we cope? How do we make sense of it? Well, hopefully by the end of this video, you'll be able to uh, get some more insight. And then also let me know in the comments what you think as we go through um, some of the questions here uh, or what you're thinking. So I would love to know. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. My first uh, email here is, I'm really struggling right now. I've been living with my narcissist boyfriend for several years now, and I just recently decided to go no contact. The withdrawal symptoms are truly unbearable. I tried therapy, self-love, meditating. I was watching certain YouTube videos and books. I came across your channel and it really helped me out. So I wanted to reach out and ask you, what can you do when you're dealing with a trauma bond? Uh, How do you make sense of it? I'm not getting any, any better and actually I'm getting worse. I wish I wasn't so isolated and there's not really anyone to talk to or interact with. My panic attack, crippling depression, and anxiety are going through the roof. I can't get out of bed and some days I'm just feeling paralyzed Uh, My job is suffering and and I have a lot of brain fog. I feel like I don't have an identity and a personality anymore like I used to. Uh, I feel like I lost my old self and I need to somehow get my stuff together to the point where I can start functioning back. How do we break this trauma bond and how do you recover from all of this? Thanks again for all the work you're doing. You're making a big difference, not only in my life, but many others. Thank you. Well, I appreciate the uh, email. And so let's talk about this. Um, if you guys haven't ever experienced a trauma bond, it can be very intense. Um, and this is when you're with somebody who's been abusing you long term over years. And suddenly you just break contact, you go non contact. Now, in the beginning, um, from what I understand, you might feel good, a sense of you know, liberation, happiness, um, you kind of feel free. But then um, very quickly, you start to feel these things um, like this, this person has described uh, depression, anxiety, not being able to function very good brain fog. These are all symptoms and uh, things that can happen when you have withdrawal symptoms from a trauma bond. So think about this, if you've been in a uh, dysfunctional relationship for years, and then you go back to, let's say, a a relationship where you're being, you know, um, where it's fairly normal, and they they respect you, your boundaries, and they treat you well, how do you think your brain's going to react to that? Let me know in the comments. You're going from chaos, destruction to actual normalcy where people are respecting and treating you good. Do you think you're going to just uh, make that transition with no problems? 
So that's what I want to kind of dig more into because trauma bond is a cycle. Um, it is something that just doesn't like get better unless you kind of like a snake, you have to cut the head off and go non-contact. And this is what, this is what's happening with this person. Um, had they known that they were going to go through more pain, um, they may have not even gone non-contact, but I'm going to tell you why non-contact is probably the best way to go in this situation, at least in my opinion. Um, and before we get started, just keep in mind, this is not medical advice. If you're going through any mental health issues, definitely see a qualified therapist, doctor, um, and they can help you. What I'm doing here is I'm just uh, giving you my opinion. So with that said, let's get started. We think that the people that we're leaving will will change. So we give them chance after chance after chance, and then we start making excuses for them. And when other people tell us, well, why do you let this person treat you this way? Or how could you let that go? You know, and and to be honest, as a as someone that's been through trauma bond, we're going to think everything in the book to come up with excuses um, to stay in the relationship. The benefits weigh out the negatives. Um, you feel like you, you can't, you know, be on your own. Um, you have this false self uh, that they made you believe that you, you're nobody. You're not going to be able to survive uh, life without them. And this is like concrete. This is in your head. So imagine you thinking those things and then going out in the real world. It's not going to be pretty. So this chemical re- withdrawal that I talk about is just like any type of withdrawal, like heroin withdrawal, any drug withdrawal. I mean, you're going to start having symptoms like sweating, um, stomach aches, headaches, tiredness. Uh, and the big one is the anxiety, the panic. Um, these are all things. Now you may not get all of them, uh, but at the same time, some people that um, that go non-contact get all plus more and they get mysterious um, things happen like muscles twitching, paranoia. These types of things are need to be handled by a professional Um, somebody hopefully that has training in PTSD, CPTSD, um, trauma therapy. That's where that comes in. But if it gets to that point, but if if you're a person that you're thinking about leaving a narcissist, you have to have all your ducks in a row before you make that jump. Because one of the things you have to keep in mind is where you, where are you going to live? Who are you going to be surrounded by? Are you going right back into another narcissist relationship where you're in a, in a worse scenario, but you have to look at all these factors, you know, how are you going to support yourself? Who's going to be around you, you know, developing positive relationship. These things are not going to happen overnight. So if you're with a narcissist and you're planning on leaving and departing and going non-contact, expect some sort of trauma bond. Um, it's just no way to to really go at it other than ripping the bandaid off and knowing and being educated enough that um, that you know you're going to go through a little bit of a rough patch. But I promise you, at the long run, it's definitely going to be the best thing you ever done. Um, I wish I would have done that in the past. And in fact, um, a lot of the people that I have coached, they tell me like the best thing in their life, their whole life, was to get away. Um, no matter how much. Uh, it hurt them. Some people even went homeless. That's how bad they were. They were getting uh, abused. They just picked up and left. Now, I'm not saying to go drastic and just pick up your stuff and leave, 
But what I am saying is understand how it works first. Have a game plan. When all this is going on, think about it. Like cortisol, adrenaline, um, all this stuff is out of whack. Our hormones are play a significant role in all of this. Um, you know, the dopamine receptors, when we think about them, uh, even when we see their pictures or even go near them, uh, it releases uh, the feel-good chemical, which, you know, it may feel good for the time being, but uh, in the long run, it's just going to reinforce the f- and make it harder for you to leave. So it's better to bite the bullet and make the jump, calculated jump, meaning you know you're going to land somewhere where you're going to be around people that are going to lift you and support you, whether it's a trauma group, a therapist, a doctor, uh, someone that's trained in PTSD, a coach that really understands this subject. There's a lot of places where you can go, centers and and things like that, uh, to make the trauma bond not so um, so hard on you. So here's here's a question: How do we break this? Like, so a lot of us, a lot of people ask me, like. You talk about all these things about leaving the narcissist cold turkey. Now we're out. What do we do then? So here's what I can tell you. Now, this is just the way that that I use. There's many other um, ways to go about it. But these are the methods that I use that are most useful to me, at least. So the first thing is to accept. Accept that you are in a narcissistic trapped relationship. Know that this is real. This is not something that's going to change. You can't change anyone. You can't make force someone to change their behavior. And if they tell you they're going to, don't believe them, especially when it comes from a narcissist. Um, So number one is recognize your situation, accept it for what it is. There's no shame. You don't have to be ashamed. It wasn't your fault. But you, it is your responsibility to get to a safe place and, and leave. Number two is journal. Um, how can journaling be a tool that you can use? For one, it could keep you accountable. And two, what I do with a lot of my clients is I have them write to this uh, so-called abuser, narcissist, or whoever they're going non-contact from. I have them write a letter, and then I have them physically burn it. And I watch that watch them. I tell them to watch the paper burn. And that does something very powerful because now you're you're visually you're watching the paper burn as you wrote everything that's on your mind. Now remember, no one's gonna read this note, but you're gonna write a note to this uh this person. And I'm gonna tell you once you're done writing it and you burn it, see how you feel. Very powerful. If you haven't tried it, I suggest you give it a a, a chance. Um, if you can burn it, just rip it up, throw it away. Um, because the feeling of ripping that paper, you're moving on, you're putting an end to it. So really, really put some thought into your writing. You can swear, you you can say whatever you want. No one else is going to read it. Even if it's inappropriate, write your heart out and then rip it up. The next point is have one person or two people that truly understand your position. Um, I mean, they could be a, a, a therapist or um, somebody that you trust professionally. But what I found is the best people that helped me were the people that went through it themselves, not the professionals, not the people that went to schools for years. 
what I'm talking about are the people that have been through abuse that have left uh, a narcissist and gone non-contact when they got their life together. And now they can tell you from experience, not to say a professional can't help you or guide you, but I feel like somebody that's been through the hell, um, they, they probably know best because they made it out. They're living proof that if they can make it out, so can you, and they can help you with that. So try to connect with groups, um, find a coach, find somebody that deals with trauma bond and, um, and look more into it. And finally, um, if all else fails and let's say you haven't had too much luck and you want to leave, but you don't know how, what I would suggest is working with somebody first let's say you're in a narcissist uh, abuse situation now and you're trapped and you can't leave, but you want to, while you're waiting for that process to escape or go non-contact between now and that date, you, I want you to do these things. I want you to start working with somebody, a coach, a friend with goal setting, self-care, setting boundaries, starting to say no, stop people pleasing, Um, look for red flags in narcissists and uh, look at their behavior. Because what's going to happen is once you leave this person, there's a high probability of chance you're going to go right back into the arms of the exact type of person, maybe in a different body. So you're going to go from one um, toxic relationship to another one. And in order for you to to go non-contact, you want to make sure that you have all the tools, everything ready. So definitely, if you want, you can reach out to me. I work with a lot of those things, or you can go to a specialist who can work on um, all of your skills, survivor skills. So when you go out in the real world, you cut this person off, you can go through the withdrawal symptoms, but you're not going to be weak enough where you'll be taken advantage of. You can say no to people. You can say, you know, you can stop people pleasing. You can look for red flags and still have self high worth because you know that this is part of the plan. This is how it works. So I wanted to make a quick video on this because I mean, this, that email really hit home with me. And I know I've gotten so many similar ones where a lot of people have left and they've gotten on contact. I've had some where they've left and they come back after like a couple months because they just felt like the person started love bombing them and telling them how much they love them. And then they end up going back. Do not fall for that guys. Um, once you're gone, that's it. There is no coming back. So know in your mind that once this decision is made, you there is no turning back. That's why journaling is so powerful. The pen is very powerful. What you write is what's going to happen. Write your story out. Write your life out, life after the the abuse and leaving the narcissist. What does that look like? Give me details of what your life will look like when it's all over and said and done. So with that said, I hope you guys got something out of this. Feel free to reach out to me. I almost taken new clients uh, for the new year. Stay tuned for more guests. I got a lot more uh, guests coming on this podcast and always keep moving forward. With that said, we are out.
you're listening. <laughs> <laughs>